FX Caprera. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Check, 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 Sorry. It's Wednesday. That means at the bottom of the hour, I will be getting a phone call from Attorney Joe Staley. So if you have any questions for the attorney, you know the drill. Remember, the show sponsored by our friends at L.A. Quarry, also our friends at Widget Auto Sales, and a lot of other people from time to time. And, uh, well, you know why. I just had someone, a well-known businessman, accuse uh, of this show of only having 20 listeners. I said, uh, so I don't, want, I don't want to be on AM 1240. No one listens to that. What are you talking about? No one listens to that station. You know how many people? Last night I was at uh, the supermarket over there at Piggly Wiggly. I, I, I guess the majority of the listen, I, I, anyone who listens to this show, of course, live at five for the of, on and off for the last twenty plus years, seems like they all shop over there in that shopping plaza. Inevitably, I, I run into someone in that place, which is always a good sign. So anyway, I had to tell that to our friend. Oh, all twelve listeners. All right, whatever. Um, so, uh, so I have a couple of observations, uh, a couple of them. Um, this is really odd. And now, now I just lost complete focus of what I was just going to talk about. Um, duh. anyway, last night, I, I, I missed so much from yesterday because I wanted to talk about what happened on Monday night at the uh, city council meetings. And I caught up on that, you know, in my, you know, I was in such a, a fog yesterday, but I did manage to see uh, Monday night's meeting. And I, I know we've seen some crazy stuff at City Hall. And thank God for Steve Weed Productions for having not only one or two, maybe three cameras up there. Good audio. Good stuff. You see reactions. Yes, yeah, someone even noted today, I think it was Tim the, uh, the Enchanter, mentioned that Cliff only all of a sudden is he's an electrician. He knows what he's... you know what a uh, gearbox looks like? Whatever he was talking about. Cliff, call up the show. Stop feeding your cats and call, call up the show. Explain to me. Is it a quick fix in the basement? And then I also heard during today's show that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, because I must have missed this in the context of this of, of Steve Weed the other night, but Councilwoman uh, Ruggiero, did she say, like, no one goes down the basement anyway? That, is that right? I mean, I, I know, you know, sometimes when you, you know, when you, like, you know, ah, this isn't, you know, this isn't a good deal. People are going to be upset about this, so you... You know, you got to come up with something like, you know, Frank Pantangeli and Godfather 2. Yeah! Yeah! 
But you don't say <laughs> people don't go down there anyway. But whatever. So, you know, it, correct me on that and other things. And also, oh, I just got a text from some well-known media person. <laughs> well, did Lisa say to uh, Jeff, uh, Mayor Jeff Smith that you're such an, I can't say the word. It starts with the letter A. As in Jack. Hmm. Wow. Love to see. Anyway, that's the way I, I wanted to start off yesterday's show, and I kind of talked about it today on the Hotline show, but now I was going to mix that up with a couple of things from the Grammys and last night's State of the Union. The one thing I wanted to talk about the Grammys, isn't it odd? Was it Chris Stapleton? Some country guy with a beard and a hat. They all look the same, and they all sound the same. And I know this is crazy, but I'm going to say it anyway. Stevie Wonder did a medley from... Um, you know, the uh, Smokey Robinson and, 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 and then Gordy, uh, the, the producer there. And they did a medley, and yet they have a country singer singing along with Stevie Wonder and, you know, Smokey Robinson, who's in his 80s. God bless him. He looks great. Still singing, still entertaining. But you had to get a country singer? You couldn't, you couldn't get someone else to do that? You couldn't get, you know. Then I got thinking, and it's just, it's just a guess, but, I, you know, I'm pretty good at this. It's like, wait a minute, there aren't any sing- singers from the rap era of the generation that could sing along with, with Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is one of the greatest performers of all time, not to mention Smokey Robinson. And I mentioned Teddy Pendergrass, Al Green, um, uh, Melvin, whatever his name is, in the Blue Coats. That, that, that list got the OJs, the Spinners, um, 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 <coughs> the Commodores, Lionel Richie. These guys were pure talent. But you just don't see good singers because of rap. So I'm like, did they bring in Chris Stapleton as a dynamic to show, wow, we, 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 we have such inclusion here. We're going to bring in a guy with a cowboy hat to sing Motown. And I said, no, that's not the case at all. He's the only one who could sing this. <coughs> you couldn't get some. They had four kids singing there in the, in the chorus, and they did a great job. Although they weren't the same height. That was a little odd. But still, nonetheless, that was good. So that was my theory there. And then I had a theory about last night about something or other. Now I can't remember. So let's go to the phones and see if I can get the fog out of my head tonight to figure out what I'm gonna, what I was just thinking about. You're on the air. Glenn, that was an interesting council meeting Monday. Yes, it was. They all are. I, well, I love it when, and one of your callers said at the noon show, he says, "Well, the mayor keeps repeating himself." Well, if you go to the council meetings, when somebody tries to ask you a question. Mm-hmm and you sideline it and don't answer it or talk out of both sides of your mouth, you have to repeat the question until you get an honest answer. So sometimes it might take six or seven times to, re- to ask that same question. Hmm. Yeah, and, th- uh, they do that interrogation. Well, and the big <coughs> thing is, and I love it when they, both sides get caught on something and they, they ask Mr. Mix, because just like one of your callers said this morning, He's quite, Mix is a nice guy, don't get me wrong, but he wants everybody to like him. He st- and I, I analyze his face, and you could listen, to, you could look at that Monday night council meeting, look at his face. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be drawn into any of that conversation. No. He just wants to pick up that paycheck every week. He needs us, and he wants to go home and have supper, and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to listen to any of that. He, he's not a confrontational guy. You and know, I, but yeah. you know what? You got to look at it this way. You're there. I'm not. I, I'm not asking him to lie, but you're there to give input 
even if they don't ask for it or not, that's what you're getting paid the big salary for. You got to honestly say, look, it's not my call, but I honestly think there's we've had issues going on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't do that. He stays dead center of that fence post. He won't lean left. He won't lean right. In that type of job, you're not there to make friends. You're there to, you know, look out after the taxpayer's interest. Well, remember, remember, uh, Ken Mix was going to retire, but they they talked him out of it, and you know well, what? You could talk me out of re- where I was. You could talk me out of retirement too if you sweeten my paycheck. Come on. Well, it's it, but we have. Let's admit this though, Frank. Ken Mix does do an excellent job every he time. Does. That, yeah. No, I'm not, not saying he doesn't. Yeah. But he need, he's real quiet. Yeah. Yeah. He, you'll have to ask him two or three times for hmm. his his opinion. Right. It's just his opinion, but. He said, I'm here to just take direction from council. I'm not here to give opinions. No, that's wrong. Hmm. You're there to give us input. Because I'll tell you, we had that uh, lady that was the city manager a couple yeah. term, terms back. Right. And she was very vocal. She said, look, if you're asking me, I don't think this is right. There's more here to meet the eye. Let me hmm. ask you a question. When you and your wife bought your house, you didn't go You didn't go through the living room, dining room, and... Uh, uh, hon, that's all we need to do. What about the cellar, Glenn? Nah, right. we don't need to go down cellar. Right, 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 yeah. There's nothing down there we we want to look at, the electrical box. Right. And, uh, see if it's 100 amp or 150 right. or 200 amp. We don't need to look at the plumbing, hon. Nah, we don't need to look at the furnace, right. water heater. Nah, none of that. No. no it's I'm... easy to sideline those things, and they hate this, but I, I love to put it out there. When you're spending... Other people's money. There's money. Right, Exactly. Yeah. Come on. yeah. No, I agree. It's just, and there's, there's more to that than meets the eye. And, and you see, Lisa says, "Well, nobody goes down the cellar anyway. We'll just keep everybody out of the cellar." Well, that's not fixing the problem. No, I, and I, I said, I said the same thing. No one wants to walk inside your septic tank, you know, for obvious reasons. But you definitely want to know that it's working. No, of course. And I'm against. And she says, and I'll tell you, when I could respect all three of them if they said, "Look, we didn't." Uh, we didn't do an appraisal. We didn't do an inspection. We didn't do a due, gil- due gil- diligence. Excuse well, me. everybody keeps asking that in the show, and I get a headache. Well, I don't understand why they didn't do it. Real quick, I can tell you why. And Mr. Hickey whispered that out there in one of the meetings on the mic. We could do an appraisal, but why bother? Because it's going to come under. Well, it's going to come way under what we paid for. It. We pay, we overpaid for it, but we want it. We don't want to do an inspection because. Naturally, there's going to be little things in there. They're almost like the government. Yeah, these are things that the, the little city of Watertown taxpayer doesn't need to know. We'll so correct them as we go on. Well, oh, that's fine, but when you're correcting them, that cost, that's coming out of the coffers, coming out of the general fund. We're, we're paying for that. So my point is if you're buying a house or buying a business, it's got to be move-in, tip-top shape. We shouldn't be doing any electrical. We shouldn't be doing any plumbing. We shouldn't be doing any landscaping. Everything should be done. Well, so, and you notice when you back them into the corner, they'll sit there, and rather than stand tall and admit they made a mistake, they'll double down, double down, and throw that nasty look in your, and real confrontation. They'll double right down on that. No, no, no. Well, and Lisa, and Lisa will say, we're going to get him to uh, fix it. Fix we'll it. ask him to fix it. Number one, anybody, the, the mayor and all three on council, you're not electricians, <laughs> you're not appraisers. You're not plumbers. Cliff is. You need a qualified person to come in there and look at that, Glenn. 
No, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know what? I think, it, and I was talking to someone earlier, the same guy who claims that we have 20 people listening to the show. I think the reason why this deal happened the way it did is, you know, just like you see in, in, you know, in, in Congress, Frank, that when there's no debt ceiling, when you have control of the House and the Senate, uh, you just you, you, you go a little crazy and you, you, yeah. it empowers people. And I think that's what happened here before they actually really thought about the ramifications or at least the reaction from the public. Let me just add one more thing, Frank. At this point, and again, it's none of my business, but I'm going to say it anyway. You mentioned his name. Pat Hickey, I, I can't imagine he's even going to run after this. I think he's so upset with himself for this. I'm just thinking I could be wrong. Maybe he still thinks this is a good deal. And no, by the way, I, I didn't hear him say that about the appraisal. No, he, I question that. But. And, my bro- and my brother knows him while he went to school. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Just, it, and, and they could all be nice people. That has nothing to do with it. No, I know. It's a tough has, job. You've got to make the right decisions. I would think more of those three if they said, look, we wanted it real bad, like we said. Yeah. That's why we didn't do the appraisal inspection. We thought it would be a great asset to the city. We just we got overexcited and, and just got it while we could get it. Right. I would think more of you if you said that, but you sit there and double, double down. down and you get you uh, confrontation. You'll say, no, 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 this is a good deal. You you just 20 curmungeons that listen to that show. Well, mm-hmm. there's more, more people that listen to this show. Yeah, well, I hope so. And 21 of these. troublemakers were concerned taxpayers. Right. Every time, you ever, you ever notice that <laughs> when, when you, you're worried about uh, things going on in the city? Yeah. You're a troublemaker, you call up, you want confrontation. No, we, we have a right to ask you sure. uh, what's going on and how our tax dollars are spent. That's, sure. not, uh, that's not being belligerent, yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. But, Frank, I do have, I do have to go only because I, I have uh, – do you have a question for jo- Attorney Joe Stanley at the bottom of the hour? Because I still don't know what to ask him, which is awful. Well, you can talk to him about the ramifications of something on that balloon. Uh, did that balloon uh, just fly overhead? It didn't drop anything on us, did it? Uh, that's know, true. You got sick the other day. Is it something? Right, exactly. Yeah, I got a mysterious Chinese flu the, the same weekend. There could have been anything on that balloon dropping dropping it over the United States. Interesting. You know? Never thought of it that way. That's yeah. something you could ask them. I will. And even if it was, the government would lie like hell and wouldn't tell you anyway. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, I'll let go. Uh, thank you. And, and, you know, I think I just remembered or. This is what I. And Frank just stirred me up because the one thing I. I it has all to do with the balloon and General Milley. Now, remember, General Milley had a relationship with the Chinese communists and the nationalists. And he said, uh, don't worry about uh, Donald Trump after he lost his election. We, uh, I will not allow him to use our nuclear arsenal against you, which, of course, is treason. He, you know, he, he should have been thrown in the brigs for that, but he didn't. He was uh, revered. He was just he's a hero as a result of it. So now there's reports that the, the, there were other balloons that went over the contiguous United States. One went over Virginia, one, one went over Texas, one went over Guam, and I believe one went over Hawaii. So at least on four occasions. And, and this is the data that the Yentas on the view. And he, oh, but it happened under Trump. So, okay, great. But they never told them. And who's they? Who's, who's they? It was General Milley. And I'm, I'm, they knew all along that these balloons were floating above, you know, us at one point or another. But they were afraid to inform Donald. This is this is a guess. This is a pretty damn good guess. They were afraid to tell the president of the United States because they would think, and it's certainly in the eyes of in the mind rather, of General Milley, that this would stir up enough in, in uh, President Trump's mind at the time to create World War Three. It's a guess. It's a pretty good one. No one has ever come up with with any other explanation. 
But we just found out that the scores of people in the cabinet, including, you know, Pompeo, uh, Mike Pompeo and others who have admitted, and you've got to believe them, that they've known nothing about balloons flying over the contiguous United States. I think Milley knew that, and he didn't want to tell it to the president because he thought the president would overreact. Oops, sorry. I just cut off Frank, and I didn't realize he was still on there. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Yes. Question for you. Yes. Okay. Uh, I I didn't hear where um, Lisa called uh, Jeff a uh, a hole, but uh, uh, but I don't know where you got that. No, no, no. The, and, and not not hole, just a s s, not hole. Oh, <clears throat> this oh, is not oh, Jeff okay. Piccoli in Fast Times at Richmond High. Sorry. All right. But here's a question. Uh, according to uh, Cliff, when I was watching that yeah. council meeting, he he went rambled on. And he was saying there was a hundred thousand dollars set aside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that things needed to be done before Lundy got this hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm. And and some was uh, apparently batteries, golf carts, uh, whatever that. Now in the beginning, they said no, there's nothing wrong with those golf carts, and they didn't need batteries. Everything was up to snuff. Mm-hmm. Why are they setting uh, setting aside a hundred thousand dollars? However, $3.4 million when everything should be up to snuff. Right. When you buy a property for that amount, do you get that? Why that's being set aside when everything that they said was supposed to be in great working condition, that they, they're confident about all the equipment? I don't know. I would have to ask Cliff that question. Where the 100000 yeah. came from, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, he said that in the city council meeting. He, he, I, you know what I mean? I listened to him closely about things. He just rambles on. And, of course, he was going to say the, the citizens of Watertown, they they may not see this until 100, 150 years from now, how great of a deal it was. <laughs> well, let's, uh, we won't you know, hold our breath. 120 years from now. <laughs> Jeepers. Well, he, he ain't going to see it anyhow. But, right. I mean, None that's of us kind are. of funny. Well, you're going to see whether the repercussions of right. – I mean, it's gonna cost money to run that thing. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know. Go ahead and put astroturf in. That'll cost you know. I mean, you could suck up some money for that. But yeah. it's just ridiculous. Anyhow, Glenn, I want to make room. No, for I appreciate things. it. Thanks, Tim. That's uh, Tim. One call before I do a break. Hi, you're on the air, real quick, if you can. Uh, Glenn, uh, can yeah. you ask Joe how a guy can abuse a four-month-old child, uh, Thor against a swing set in the living room, and uh, be back on the street the same day? He's not a criminal attorney, but I will ask him. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Very strange, very disturbing in my world. When, 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 did that happen locally? It happened right here in Luray, I believe. Luray. Very, very disturbing story. So what? Are, what the guy's what, on the street right now. Something with pre-trial. I don't know what it was about. This is a guy that belongs behind bars. What did he do again? That's his own daughter, for Christ's sakes. Come on, you know. We can't let that kind of stuff go unpunished, Glenn. You have to protect the young people in this country. you got to protect everyone. I don't care if they were 110. You know, it's like it's but ridiculous. Old, yeah. Very disturbing story. But if, I appreciate it if you could tell me. Yeah, I will. Possibly happen. Okay, Glenn. All right, thank you, my friend. Yeah, well, that's disturbing to even hear that. But I will address it. But i got to do a break now. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Harrington. Always call you back. So the story that we were just talking about, a man accused of this according to Channel 7. <clears throat> yeah, I sound good. Man accused of shaking, throwing infant daughter. This happened in the town of Lee Ray. 
A Jefferson County uh, man is accused of shaking in his infant daughter so violently that she has been hospitalized with brain injuries. So this is lifelong. Let's see if this, this might be Joe himself. Hi, you're on the air. Right, I got to cut him off. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Because Joe's calling in any second. Now, remember, Joe did not call in last week, and I thought he was. But an astute caller, in fact, the last caller we had prior to the break told me that he wasn't calling in. You know, as time goes by, a week goes by in three days. A year goes by in six months. It's incredible. All right, let's see if this is Joe. Hi, you're on the air. I want to listen to, I want to listen to the, uh, this is funny. The guy's got his phone all marked. This isn't the calling guy. Hello. <laughs> I'll have a weird explanation to this later. I know it's not Joe because it's not displayed on the uh, little screen here. Remember, we have an LCD screen from the 80s here, but it still works. Dip, 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 day. Dip, 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 do. Hi, you're on the air. <laughs> Whoever you are, 408-8149. Your phone's not working. Again, that phone number is 408-8149. Your phone's not working. I'll text you later. Hi, you're on the uh, live. It's, it's Attorney Joe Stanley. Hi, Glenn. How you doing, Joe? Good. How are you? Good. We missed you last. I know you were off last week, so it's been two weeks since we've spoken to you. Uh, it is still light outside. Uh, it's as of 5:30 right now. I'm looking outside right now. That's a good sign. Spring is getting here eventually. One of these months, uh, years. But Joe, typically, hey, I went out for a run. I went out for a run a half hour ago. It was very nice. Oh, I'm sure it was. And this is perfect weather to run because you know you don't you know you can you could scale down to a shirt, sweatpants, and 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 work out of sweat and, and lose uh, and and lose unwanted weight, especially this time of year because we've been packing it on for the last three and a half months because due to the weather. And, and Joe, we not we we rarely talk about criminal activity because that's not you know again we talk about other things uh, uh, that 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 fall into place with your profession with your specialty I should say, but there's a disturbing story, Joe, and I just want to get your get your viewpoint on this at least. You know, we see people go in and out of the penal system in recent uh, months, years for that matter, for violent crimes. We have someone up here that you know shook his. He's a 23 year old kid. He, he shook his, uh, um, his his infant daughter so violently that she need uh, brain you know she has brain injuries. So this is this is something that's going to last with this young uh, girl for the rest of her life. The question is obviously this guy is in trouble, but he's out on bail right now. Joe, is is that a good thing for someone like this, a wounded bear that knows he's going to jail out and out out and about right now and a free man? Well, you know, I don't think he's going to do harm to anyone. So, you know, the bail system is what it is. And uh, it, 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 uh, I, I don't think that you can keep everybody who commits a crime in jail pending a trial. So, you know, but there's been a lot of complaints about people being released without bail. But obviously he put up bail. I'm sure it was significant. And... You know, you have to hope that, especially given this crime, you know, I presume this is a crime of he was just lost control and just didn't do the right thing. Well, no, he definitely didn't do the right thing. And I don't know if he made bail. I think they just let him out. But I, that I don't, I don't know that for sure. 
Um, but it's, it is disturbing because, you know, and I get it. I, I mean, I, I've talked to people, including yourself, about the bail system and why they've set this up and that it does alleviate the court process and, and the do, you know, everything that has to happen or gets involved with, with respects to someone getting arrested, then being arraigned, and then a hearing. And, and, and that to some degree it works. But when we hear violent criminals uh, out in the street within hours, it's very disturbing. And when something like this happens locally, especially to an infant child, it hits, it hits home, Joe. So while you, you see the advantage or you, you don't see a problem with it, do you, do you understand why other people have a problem with this, Joe? Well, again, almost all murderers are out on bail. So is it a question of whether it's his race or the, actually who he murdered or whatever? And that's the biggest problem with the, the bail system is people who are poor can't afford bonds, let alone you know, meeting the bail. So, uh, you know, people get out on bail for murders all the time. Yeah, so, well, yeah, and one of which is that Murdoch guy. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean... Focusing on this poor guy who shook his baby because a I don't know I don't I don't know anything about his race but I probably assuming he's poor and I just don't know that that's a a fair record way to look at it you know if you want to keep all murderers in jail till their trial then so be it but that doesn't seem practical either would that screw up the whole system Joe if that were the case well you know the the criminal justice system assumes that you're innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. So if everyone has to stay in jail until their trial, which could take years sometimes, mm-hmm. that would seem to be uh, a difficult view of justice. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so under the law, a person is guilty of a reckless assault of a child when being 18 years of age or more. So that we do know, or by slamming or throwing the child, this impacts uh, the child's head on a hard surface or object. So, you know, this guy obviously will probably get a jail sentence out of it. Well, she's still alive, okay. But still, I mean, if you want to have everybody who's charged with a serious crime Mm -hmm. not have bail, you know, you could do that. But that might have constitutional infirmities. Sure, sure. No, it's just unfortunate. Uh, Needless to say, it's just a senseless, senseless crime. Uh, and, 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 you know, some, some might say, I don't know, it, it, some would say this, this deserves the death penalty because when it comes to a child, particularly an infant, it is, is, it's a reckless uh, uh, reaction to, a, to probably a crying baby at the time. But, Joe, on a completely different subject, what happened last week since we've spoken to you, and, and this, this raises some, 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 some interesting things. Let's just say that balloon that went over the contiguous United States, someone brought this up today because I always offer the audience if they have any questions. Now, you know that the balloon uh, that crossed across the, the continental United States was taken down over the ocean. Let's just say it, it somehow or other either was taken down too early because, you know, probably Biden didn't want to do it until everyone was safe. That's what they said. What if somehow or other either this or any satellite from our country or any other country just fell on someone's head or property or like this balloon? It was three buses. In a, I mean, it was a lot of hardware floating at 60,000 feet. What would happen if someone's property and or personal body were damaged or killed from something like this, Joe? Are you question? Are you asking me if there's any legal liability? Yes. Well, I would say most unlikely. First of all, uh, if there's any, anything but a United States property, you're going to have a hard time. There's, there's sovereign immunities and all sorts of other legal impediments to 
bringing any kind of claim. Second of all, is it, even if it was the United States, uh, you know, what's the, so, you know, it's, those are certainly discretionary decisions about whether you shoot it down and where. Right, right. So, um, and if the satellite falls, it falls. I mean, you'd have to prove somebody was at fault. And uh, I, I, I haven't researched it, but I'm pretty sure the federal government's immune. I would, I would, I would think. Right. I, don't, I can't say for sure, but I'm guessing that they are. So this would be no different than an act of God. Stop. I mean, I can't say the word over the air, Joe. And it isn't an act of God. I know that because it's a man-made object falling out of the sky. But you know, if a tree falls on you because of a strong wind. You can't blame anyone other than nature or just that, you know, you, you, you were in really bad place at a bad time. So nothing really can be done from it from that standpoint. Uh, well, unless there was egregious. I mean, if a satellite came down and it blew up and it did something that it wasn't intended to do and it wasn't designed properly. And, you know, I can envision a theoretical basis, but, I'm not, uh, you know, I just don't. First of all, the, the practicalities of somebody being hit are very slim. And property damage, hopefully you're insured. I think it covers, I think your homeowners or your business insurance would cover that. Well, you know, it's interesting you should say that because everyone's talking about this earthquake that happened in uh, Turkey. And it's, you know, 10, maybe, oh, they estimate maybe fifteen to 20,000 deaths. Uh, we haven't seen an earthquake like this in some time. And unfortunately, it seems to... Ha, uh, you know, afflict the same areas of the world. This is not the first time in Turkey uh, in the last 10, 20 years or so. But then there was a 3.8 uh, uh, um, on the Richter scale, at least, in the Buffalo area. Uh, yes. Crazy stuff. And they said it was enough to jolt uh, stuff off the, off the walls. So it must have been, I guess, I don't know, I'm not a Richter expert, but I think that means it was probably more shallow than other earthquakes that are deeper because people saw some damage from all that. How many people in New York State have earthquake damage uh, insurance, Joe? Well, it's earth movement coverage, Glenn, and we've talked about this on numerous times. I do, but earth, earth movement coverage uh, is not just for earthquakes. It's, co- it's called there's landslide and earth movements, mud movements, and, and it's one of those things that uh, it used to be very cheap, and, and because of fracking. Yeah, that's true. I... Ten years ago, my Earth movement coverage was like $40 a year, mm-hmm. and it was full coverage. Mm-hmm. Now, in the policy I just renewed, I have a 25% of my to- total losses, the deductible, and the premium is $300. Oh, my goodness. It went up that much. You know, because of all the fracking. Not necessarily in New York, but they've been losing their shirts. There's some places, because of fracking, they have, you know... Ten, five, ten quakes a month or more. I know Oklahoma's been having a lot of them because they, they're like the king of fracking. So as a result of that, people are making claims, and now they're upping the price on the premiums then. Yeah, Every- even in places, of course, you know, what insurance companies, they do to spread the risk. So right. even oh, though we don't have them, right. I was amazed that the deductible is 25%. Hmm. Wow. That's what flood insurance is. That's the same as flood insurance. So do they do this? Do do the insurance companies do the same for hurricanes when they lose a lot of money in Florida? Do other states and other places pay the price as a result? Oh, they well they try to. Mm-hmm. You know, there. I think if you ask them, 
that's not what they're doing, but that's what they are. Same with cyber attack insurance for businesses. Right. Ten years ago, it was $200. Now it's $20,000. $20,000? I'm not kidding. Wow. No one, could, no one would ever pay for that. They would take the risk instead of paying $20,000. Not if you have a business plan. The cost is astronomical. I don't know if we're paying that. I can tell you that much. $20,000. Holy mackerel. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I mentioned his name, Murdoch. Is it Murdoch or Murdoch? The, guy, the crazy-looking guy with the black eyes down there in uh, South Carolina. What say you? I know we don't normally talk about this yet. Another criminal trial, Joe. But does this guy have a chance or, or not? It's so overwhelmingly obvious that he killed his wife and son. Well, I'm not sitting there listening to the proof, so I don't know. I never, you never say, you never say overwhelmingly obvious. Oh. I mean, I don't know if that if that is true. Mm-hmm. It means that he wasn't offered any deal. I mean, if if it's you know overwhelming guilt, mm-hmm. the only time they usually try it is because the district attorney does. You have nothing to lose because mm-hmm. you're going to get the same punishment. Right. 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 I don't know. It's just he's he's uh, he, he wasn't an honorable member of the of the legal society. That's for sure. He lived large. Everyone knew him. He did a lot of commercial advertising apparently down there. So he was somewhat of a celebrity. But uh, to distract from his own uh, financial woes and kill his son. now his son was already in trouble for for uh, for a boating accident where a young girl died, and he did like the Ted Kennedy thing and he ignored her and she passed away. But to kill him and his wife. To distract from his other problems, that's pretty dark, Joe. Very dark. I'm, I would agree with that, Glenn. I'm, 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 I, you know, it's some things you just can't explain, and you know, I, and I, I will leave you with some things about about lawyers. There's a story I don't know if you saw the Madison Square Garden story that's developed over a while now, where yes, Madison Square Garden's being investigated because they are they, they selectively banned. Uh, 90 plaintiffs' attorneys who sued Madison Square Garden right. for, were trying to prevent them from getting into the arena. It's incredible. Which, is, <laughs> which of course, it's a, it's a government-funded, you know, the, the city and the state helped build that place, and I think they still own the land on it. Right. Uh, aside from the fact that maybe they should worry about making their places safer, mm-hmm. but trying to ban people from... Bringing people lost through facial recognition, yeah, it, crazy, yeah. So they have the facial recognition uh, technology at the entrance, obviously, to the Madison Square Garden, and uh, and they th- they would not allow some people, like you just said, that were involved in some uh, uh, lawsuits against Madison Square Garden and the and the Dolan family. Um, that's highly irregular, Joe. That's crazy, crazy stuff. I thought they were actually having, I thought they installed that so that they would make sure that their uh, season ticket holders would be true to their, to their tickets and not sell their seats for profit. I thought that was the reason why they had the facial recognition to begin with. But maybe I'm wrong on that, Joe. Why would they do that? For terrorist reasons? Or just they just want to be uh, spies like, like the Russians? I, uh, yeah, who, I, I'm, first of all, you, you, I, I can't explain it, although... Apparently, I, I don't know. I'm not from New York City, but the Nolan is apparently a very vindictive. Oh, and, and, uh, he's worse than Murdoch. <laughs> y- 
Yeah. So, um, again, that's money and time better spent taking care of the people who got hurt because of your negligence, not banning the people who try to make them right. And, and of course, it's, again, a public place that the public health builds. So I'm not sure. That's why the liquor authority is investigating them, because they can yank their liquor license because if you're engaging in those kind of things. Interesting. uh, you, you can lose your liquor license. So do, is a case like that, that sounds like that can go all the way to, to the Supreme Court, Joe. Would that surprise you? Oh, no. The Liquor Authority has a lot of discretion. You're not, you don't have a right to a liquor license. That's no, I know. Not, I'm, no, I'm, right. but by that, I mean, like, not allowing people to come in because of facial recognition. And like oh, you said, well, use, that, using government that, property. I'm not sure. You can, you know, can you arbitrarily ban people because they brought a lawsuit? Against Unbelievable. You? Well, I, I'm if you have a private facility, mm-hmm. maybe. But again, if you have a quasi-public facility, mm-hmm. you have to have due process. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, sure. That's not, that's not a, you know, if I didn't want it, I could ban anybody from coming into my house, but mm-hmm. that's not his house. Right, right. No, and it's a, and even though it, even if it was privately owned, it's still open to the public because it's 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 a public forum right. for 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 a sporting event, and you couldn't do that. It wouldn't surprise me if this goes to the uh, higher courts, if not the largest in the in the country. Uh, so, w- one last question: Did you see the uh, uh, State of the Union last night, Joe? I did not. I did not. No, no matter which side you're on, um, we are pathetic, Joe. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm sure you saw some coverage of it today. But uh, decorum in the uh, uh, the House of Representatives when everyone's together ain't what it used to be, Joe. I can tell you that much. Well, again, it's a, you know, once you let that cat out of the bag and you, you when, when you're at the top and you, you, you say that that behavior like that is okay, then everybody else just follows because... Every you know, so everyone loves to, you know, wants to be on the front page of something. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with that. Whether it's as a jackass mm-hmm. or as a saint, some people want to be you know. Right, and I, I and people don't want to talk it over, and just like the old days, if you have a disagreement, you, you know, you, you you let you know you, you deal with it right then and there in front of the. But uh, it seems like that we we see it right here in, in uh, City Hall, right here in Watertown, with the recent golf course deal. So it, uh, things get contentious, and sometimes it looks like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a quarrel between uh, teenagers, essentially. So it's sad to see, but uh, a sad reality nonetheless. Joe, always good talking to you. Uh, and we, we do this every Wednesday, but when people need to speak to you in person or any one of your associates, how can one do that, Joe? Sure. Our website, stanleylawoffices.com. My email is joe at stanleylawoffices.com. The phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Joe, thank you very much, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Until then, have a good week and have a great weekend. You too. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. That's uh, Attorney Joe Stanley here on the uh, Live at Five show. i got to do a break. We'll do that right now. We'll be back right after this. You've been hearing about Harridge's contracting, and we call you back. You know, I was I should have asked Joe a question that we talked about today. I had it already, too. What's the matter with me? I keep on bringing down the wrong thing. You know, that issue down there at Onondaga Highway, whatever, Parkway, inevitably there's at least two trucks that get stuck underneath the train trestle down there. So I said, well, why don't they just, you know, if you're not going to race the train tracks, that would be difficult to do because it would, you know, it would be difficult to do. Why can't you just lower the, the roadbed, you know, for at least 500 yards before, so car, and they say, oh, we can't do that. It's on bedrock. Costs too much money. I said, okay, uh, what, what about if you, I mean, there's, and I mentioned this, there's a place on uh, Route 684, the Hutchinson River, Hutchinson River Parkway, or the extension of which, 
And if you know, it, it, they don't allow trucks on there. But if some truck got on 684 by accident, it would hit um, a, a um, like a like a, a chain. A chain would be hanging from what you know, like a. a well, what, what the hell am I talking about? So that if you hit the chain, the top of your truck, that would mean, oh, you're, you're too high for the uh, oncoming tunnel or, or overpass. So I've been going back and forth on, on Facebook because I'm on Syracuse.com's uh, Facebook page. And it's amazing because, you know, our friends over there at News Junkie, they shared a picture with me that they found down south of the same thing. You know, except in this case, they have red balls hanging from it. They're not that smart in the Bronx, but down there, they, they, they had red balls. So, in other words, if your truck or SUV hits them, or if you hear it hits your car, you're not you know, wearing, you know, playing Led Zeppelin too loud, you would know, like, oh, wait a minute, well, that means I can't get underneath this bridge. And people were shocked with, like, oh, that might actually work. Why wasn't that ever brought up? Twice a year this had, just happened again the other day. Some poor schmuck, especially now because they can't get CDL drivers, so they're going to get more and more inexperienced drivers on the roads, driving into all types of hazards, driving on, like, you know, the, the northern parkway where you don't belong. And that would be a disaster because most of those uh, um, overpasses are, were made back in the 30s when they didn't have trucks that big. So hopefully someone will look at that and say, you know what, this isn't a bad idea. Just hopefully someone will do that. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? What's happening? Rich, I got through to you. <laughs> My phone is brand new and I've been messing up. No, that's right. <laughs> but anyways, about the golf course. Yeah. The reason you cannot get down to the basement is because Lundy took the stairwell out. Hmm. He put it a floor in so he had four tables. Okay. Thing oh, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah. You have to have, you can only come in from the base or outside. Mm-hmm. Through the old locker room, hmm. but that's where all the breaker panels are, right? The furnace mm-hmm. and where the water comes in. Hmm. Okay, so what does that mean, though? It, 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 just because well, he, it, you can't get to the fire department, can't get down there, they because it, it's now they have to come in a different way, right? The whole thing is, is that you only have one way in and one way out, huh? Okay, but does that explain? I mean, because Lisa's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm off the track here, but Councilwoman Ruggiero said, "Well, nobody goes down there." Is is that the reason? Because you can't. You, you, apparently, you can't get down there unless you go through the locker room. You can't get down there anymore. It used to be the old locker room. So, does that make things any better or safer? You're the ordinance guy. No, it, is- it doesn't because you cannot get down there if there's a fire in the basement. Hmm. You have to come in the backside. There's only one way in and one way out. And that is, for the most part, dangerous as far as ordinance is concerned or oh, fire yeah. safety. It's, it's dangerous to the firefighters. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous to the people. Hmm. And not to mention, that place has a type 2 hood over all right. of its you uh, mentioned that. cooking. And the type 2 hood. I'm not hood- sure that they might have to upgrade it to a type 1 hood. So, okay, because I don't know what that means. You explained it to me last time, but a, a type, type two- 1 hood has the ansel system in it. Mm-hmm. Right now, a type 2 hood is only has a, a fan. Okay. So, a type 2 or type 1 hood can cost you upwards of a couple thousand dollars. Hmm. I should have like a, a ring, like a chicken in the background. Ooh, more money. 
Oh, uh, yeah, ching, 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 They were only grandfathered because away they went. Hmm. But now that it belongs to the city, the city owns that amount of debt. Wow, that's unbelievable. So, type one hood is going to be expensive. Can't wait. It's an ansel system that has to be checked every six months, mm-hmm. and it's about a thousand dollars to have that checked. Every six months. So, in your experience, and again, I'm, I'm not holding you to this, but you know, and, and this might not have anything to do with your your experience with ordinance. But wouldn't it, if someone's going to purchase something and say, okay, you want X Y Z for this, but you know what, I'm going to run into an expense here. One, you, 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 you know, it's a fire hazard as far as what you just said, as far as firemen getting in, in and out of here. That's got to be fixed. Plus, you got some, yeah. You know, yeah. So, well, we, how, how far do they have to go in to try to turn the breaker off? I don't know. I have no idea. You know, it, it, no, it's a long ways. Okay. Because they took the stairwell out. Hmm. The other thing is the city of Watertown Code Enforcement Department does not have electrical inspectors. Hmm. That's a third party. Okay. So they'd have to hire that out. The whole thing is is that that third party doesn't come in and tell you what's wrong. Hmm. Why? They, it's not their job. <laughs> they come in and certify. Does anything make sense anymore? No, it's like one really. big messing game, <laughs> one big guessing Welcome game. New York, okay? Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, trust me, I know but, that. No, the fire department or the code enforcement department mm-hmm. will go down and go, okay, we have problems here, 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 and here. Mm. You need to take care of these. Yeah, right, right. right. And that Once didn't happen. Done, that didn't happen. Then you're going to have to hire a third-party inspector, mm. which is going to cost the city more money. Right, right. To come in and do the inspection. So and then get a certificate to the code enforcement office saying it's good. So let me ask you this: since it's a city property, is there less red tape? I mean, I mean, does does the process go no, quicker? There's actually more hmm. because of liability under the city. Wow. So I I think I know the answer to this question: Is this a good or bad deal for the city, in your opinion? <laughs> well, I live outside the city, so that's just... Ah, that's it's not your, it's not your problem. <laughs> no, I get it. All right, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it, as always. Okay, thank have you. a good one. There's a guy who knows his stuff. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Um, I'm glad that you're back. Thanks, Tony. You've a record for how many days missed. Yes. I, J- Jeff Graham, other than his latest hiatus... Uh, kicks my ass for sure. He never missed a day. Well, I feel bad. Yeah, he got in some days. Yeah, but no, I just figured I'd say that. But what did you watch the State of the Union? Yes, of course. All right. What do you What do you think about? What do you think about it? Somehow he's going to equate this to a flat Earth society. I don't know how he's where he's going with it. I no, think. No, listen, man, listen. I'm trying to talk about something that you want to talk about, or you want to talk about Madonna. No, 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 no. All right, so what are you saying? What was your observation from the State of the Union? You're going to get to a point here. I know you are, Donnie. Oh, well, the point is, is it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's not good. <laughs> it's not I'm good. I'm just saying, it's a big charade. Were you, Jim, Jim Conway? It's not good. You got to stop. No, it's all stop. stupid. I know. It's all stupid. All those people show up there. Right. Right? And then they, like, clap for every third right. word that he says. Right, right. 
And like that, that's not like what happens in real life. Like people don't do that. No, or or dress up like a human banana, like Senator Cinema did. Did you? Yeah. Did you see that yellow dress? I was wondering who that was. Oh my God! <laughs> my Jeez. goodness gracious! I was wondering who, who you said, Senator who? Cinema from Arizona, the one that actually saved us a trillion dollars. Also, uh, what's her face there from uh, Georgia? She was dressed up in a nice little outfit, a white, uh, you know, what's her name there? Uh, Taylor Green there from Georgia, the one, uh, Listen, the, the if, new if poster being child. Being an American is about how we, what the State of the Union is. I don't even know if I wanted to be an American. I'll stop like, it. That's pathetic. No, no I'm serious. No, well, you know. Watching that show, hmm. I'm going to call it a show because that's all it really was. Right. You know, it just made me feel like these people are really dumb and ignorant. And they have no idea what's going on, and the ones that do are playing everyone else. Yeah, that's, that's just that's just it. Biden in his cabinet. You're talking about everyone else is a little bit, you know, it's, it's questionable to, to to say the least. No, I, I'm just saying that's that you asked my take on it, and I, as an American, I wish I wasn't I'm like that's our government. No, I know. I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't. I want everyone in to know. You won't have me to push around anymore. Chi-Chi to La Porta. I fought for this country, and that's what I fought for? I'm ashamed. Oh, I know. Donnie, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. All right, that's Donnie. We're also sponsored by L.A. Quarry and Widget Auto Sales. I forgot to mention that. I'm such a moron. It's right in front of me. Thompson family. And, of course, go to WidgetAutoSales.com. AM 1240 WE10 makes this legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the...